and we're back with another episode of Not Too Far From Home with your host, Brian and KitKat. So, yeah, we've taken a long two, basically two months, yeah, yeah, two months break. Um, So we just let you catch up on everything we've done over the last two months about hosting Christmas and New Year's and uh, some other fun stuff that we've done. Uh, it hasn't been that much, but then we kind of get into hosting and um, being social butterflies and um, body shaming. Uh, well, we're trying, we're not trying to body shame or anything. Like, that's kind of a trigger for Kate is body shaming. So we kind of get into that for a little bit um, and a few other things. Uh, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, and hopefully we'll start getting back on a regular basis again. Uh, it is a new year. It's a, a new, <laughs> hopefully a new uh, schedule, and we're going to hopefully stick more to it. All right, enjoy this episode, and please give us a five-star review and uh, share this episode with your friends and family if you enjoyed it. And we're back. It's been a long time. Very long. Hello, my not too far from homies. It's I. It feels good saying that. Does it? Yeah, it's been you so get long. So excited. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just ready for bed. So welcome back to another episode of Not Too Far From Home with Brian, the Commando, brought to you by the Commando Brian and Kit commando Kat. brian why are you telling everyone you're commando fuck it we're, not, a, we're doing a hot take intro oh my god okay well i'm brawless so you are brawless i was playing with your no nipples earlier at all <laughs> she has a sweatshirt <laughs> on she has a sweatshirt on so don't let her fool you jk and oh her god. see-through pants Shush, which i'm really pissed because i just bought these at target and they're the this is so fucking stupid they're like sleep pants but they're the like bell bottom flared you know that's coming back now so i was like let me be cool with it and get a pair but come to find out i can only wear them in the house really so that's stupid that's that is stinky that stinks a little bit that i can't wear them out yeah (laughs) i know i mean because you like them well i'm glad you told me yeah i saw you bend over and i'm like oh i can see tan (laughs) Little pale butt booty crack. Pale butt. Pale booty crack going. I'm not pale. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting there. I guess I better go spray tan tomorrow. Oh my god! Wow. I'm just busting your yeah, buns. Yeah, right. All right. All right. Kick I need buns. a nap. I need a nap now. Need a nap. It's seven thirty. Oh, I need bed. Seven fifty. I'm sorry. Seven fifty. Oh so god. you you need you're not napping anymore. I don't it's know why I'm tired. Well, I'm glad you're excited. Yes, get hyped, babe. Woo! <laughs> you have tomorrow off because you took it off. I know, even though I'm sort of regretting it now, but... Why? I don't know. I just always have so much shit to do, but it's fine. I need a little break. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. All right, so what are you drinking? Oh, come on. What? You know what I'm drinking. I don't know what you're drinking. Everyone knows. Espalone. <laughs> yeah. Espalone Reposado. Shoosh. I know I'm a boring basic bitch. I was hoping my wine club of the month came today, but I it know. didn't. I can't believe it hasn't come yet this month. I'm pissed. I know. I actually. It came for December though, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you guys had that yeah, for, for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I'm pissed because I was going to try that tonight. Um, but yeah, I went to what I know best. What are you? Schm- oh, I should have had my nasty beer I made. You should have. Oh, we, we'll get into that in the podcast because we haven't talked about any of that stuff. Anything. What are you? Schmoke? I am smoking the Sancho Panza double Maduro updated blend. This is a Robusto 5x50. It is a hearty smoke made with a sun-grown Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper that sits over a Nicaraguan Esteli binder and Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. 
tobacco is chosen from a range of grown growing regions and primers primings it is described as a medium plus smoke it is definitely a medium plus because it has so much um pepper in the in the retro hail in the first third oh yeah does it yeah like so as i've said in plenty of podcast episodes before i get uh Provada Cigar Club subscription boxes, one of them being Brian's box, which this came in. Actually, it was this month's box, the the December box or January box. And first, first smoke I had for it, I loved it. I loved it so much. I actually bought a box of twenty of it, and so I've been smoking a bunch of them ever since. Okay. And I'll be smoking them until the twenty go out. I did have one. Uh, cigar from Luxury Cigar Club yesterday or two days ago. Uh, it was a Rojas statement, and that thing was so delicious. I might have to buy a box of those because those were even better. Oh, were they? Yes. Wow. Look at you. I know. I almost veered off and got a different tequila tonight, but I said, you know, no thanks. You know, I'm going to be a basic bitch. <laughs> basically there was one i gotta look at the bottle that i have here so there was again i i won't know what the shop was but when i went to buffalo there was this little tiny like boutique liquor store right in their downtown area and i bought a really good tequila and i haven't ever seen it anywhere and today i think they had it but i think they had it in a blanco but i couldn't commit because i was like oh is that the same brand or not good story right great story because you don't even remember the brand if it was the right brand or not you don't remember the store in buffalo <laughs> well <laughs> i think the tequila i think it was called campo campo okay or bravo oh well let's see so we haven't done an episode since the 1990 post thanksgiving weekend um, that weekend when we had Britt here and we did the podcast with her. I can't believe that was the last podcast we've done. So we have a lot to catch up on. Um, we yes, started thanks. doing uh, brewing our own beer while you and Mark started brewing your own beer. And mine was very bad. And it was a lot of work. Well, you have to try it in a glass. That's what Mark said. You have to try it True. in a glass. Oh, it was okay. a lot of work. Your yours was so much more work than Mark's was. Yeah. For like I'll actually take Mark's route next time. Yeah. Why not? I know. We'd have to get the brew kits for that. Yeah. It was it was pretty interesting. I mean I don't know. It's weird. It's like in your mind you're like, oh, maybe I'd be into this. And then it's like you're doing it. And I'm like, ugh. I don't know the well, passion I wasn't feeling. I'm glad you did. We spent $45 or $50 on the beer the kit. Small. Yeah. Instead of getting you a $6,000 um, semester or two semesters worth of classes at Schenectady Community College. I mean, who knows? To maybe, learn to become a master brewer. Who knows? Maybe then I'd like it. I don't Because that's like different. It's, I don't know. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's very interesting. It does interest me, like, how people get super into it. I mean, Mark Mark seems very into it. I don't know how much into it he is, though, because he's, I don't know, he's either waiting for us to do his next batch or he's. Maybe he already did it. No, he would have said something. You think so? Yeah, why wouldn't he? Here's the thing. I'm into it. I guess it's just like it's obviously way different. It's like you're doing it in your home over a stove. You don't like you kind of have the equipment you need it. You know what I mean? Like maybe once I was more into it. I don't know. I don't know. It was interesting. It was a fun, like different activity. That's for sure. Yeah, an activity that took hours to do. <laughs> Exactly. For not even 12 bottles of beer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there was just so much. Well, it's because we didn't sift it right. That's for sure. Yours. yours yeah, they had me cooking these oats. They actually had Kate cooking the barley and oats. 
um, to get the sugars out of that instead of actually like adding sugar and stuff. Well, she still had to add sugar later on, but to get the natural sugars from the, the oats and stuff while Mark's was more of like a tea bag. Um, oh yeah. Was it? Yeah. He was tea bagging it. He was tea bagging the water with, with <laughs> no, a big bag of oats or whatever. Yeah, his process made a lot more and was a lot faster and more efficient. This... Yeah, but he also bought something for five gallons that made 48 beers or whatever, how many, 52. I know, you know, and I'm sad because we haven't, well, you probably wouldn't, but I haven't even gotten to try his beer. So we better have some left. You might want to talk to him about that. Yeah, I know. They, they were going quick. Yeah, he brought like five of them or six of them to the cigar night. Anthony's Did anyone house. else have them there? Yeah, yeah, he um gave them to one of Anthony's, like a few. Did of Anthony's they like friends. them? Yeah, they said it wasn't bad. Like <laughs> Not it was pretty amazing. good for like, like he said it was pretty good for a home brew beer. Oh, they didn't say oh you could be a next next brewery. It, it, I'm I would I probably kidding. say it, the the Marcus Ao wouldn't go flying off the shelves. <laughs> But who knows? Maybe it would. It's interesting because you do wonder. It does give me a more more of an an appreciation, like how long that must take them to figure out just like the right things you need to make a like a good tasting beer and like different tastes, you know? Well, not only that, like these master brewers, they have to have it down to the perfect uh, blend to make for a whole batch of beer because yeah to, each batch is going to taste a little differently so to get every single one of them the to same. to be combined to make yeah. taste exactly the same every gear at all every batch is insane yeah, like but, that's how good yeah, the like, master brewers at budweiser coors miller like they have to be perfect in how they brew their beer that's crazy that's so crazy imagine brewing that much no and I having know. it to be exactly the yeah, same taste for, like throughout so... every can they've ever produced that's really crazy but uh yeah no it was a, it was definitely a cool activity i'll save some for uh super bowl sunday i should make we should put the labels on them we don't have labels no i thought mark finally got them i thought in a text he said he finally got them or something maybe not maybe i misread that yeah or, for his not for our measly four bottles oh okay so he's just <laughs> we're just chopped liver now well yeah i'm just kidding well yeah <laughs> anyways we'll see and then let's see what else we hosted christmas that was great that was really nice to do was it i thought so i'm kidding it was we it had was... a lot of work to do though we had a lot of work and it's so crazy like we i mean i love our house i think we love our house and we've done so much to it and opened it up a little bit, but with like eight people here in our dining room, I just was like to Brian, Oh my God, we need a bigger house already. Yeah. It's if we're going to be hosting as much as we want to, which I want to do a, a oh, more than we did this me past too. year. We didn't, we didn't do that much this past year. No. Cause we didn't even really have like an official like housewarming barbecue. Like we wanted. No, we didn't do a cousin's party. We yeah. Didn't we didn't do. do... Oh my god! Now that you're saying it, we I feel like we hosted more in our small ass apartment. No. Yeah, we did brunch. We did New Year's. Yeah. Cousins party. Yeah. We did probably one other event, but that's about it. Yeah. Here we've already hosted two or three different parties. We yeah, had we people Super over Bowl. for um, Super Bowl. The Super Bowl after uh, the death of Chris. Oh yeah. We had like. That was wild. That was wild. And thank God I was telling somebody this. Thank God it was summer and we had that deck finished basically because I don't know how we would have fit all those people. No. In here. No. No, we had people inside at that point too. No, I know. I just think it's really ironic. I mean, I'm really grateful that we hosted it and everything. Like on it, like Well, because we couldn't have people at my parents' house because the house isn't finished. Well, right. It was like your fan it, it was, would have been here. Yeah. No, that's true. Right, because it's like your your immediate family. So yeah, I get that. But um 
No, honestly, like, I, like not to sound cheesy, I, it honestly does like touch me that we can host stuff like that. Yeah, no, it was it I was like amazing it. hosting Christmas. I mean, so we did homemade meatballs, homemade sauce, homemade pasta, um, a turkey. We did garbage bread the night before. Butternut squash, which butternut squash, broccoli, will be famous broccoli. And then my mom corn. did corn. I don't know why you hated the corn. It's everyone just, loved it. Who's everyone? Like everyone one had person it. had it. Are you serious? I had it. My dad had it. Oh my mom my had God. it. Uh, Kevin had it. Britt had some. BB uh, had some. You know what I want to know for real? I would love to just get a rundown, like randomly a rundown of like what people make for Christmas. Yeah, what? What do people cook for Christmas dinner? Christmas dinner, yeah. Like or I Christmas, love, what, yeah. The Christmas, what you eat on Christmas? I I could like slap myself still because every year we say we want to do more um, Polish food and do pierogies. Yeah, which <laughs> Mark was gonna. I know. Yeah, but thank you, God. But... but thank God we didn't on Christmas Eve. We were fucking running around and like cleaning and. Yeah, we did a lot. We did because remember the night before we both were like, yeah, we cannot do anything. Like we were tired. And then uh-huh. Christmas Eve, we were like busting our asses. When we were hosting Britt and Kevin and BB. Yeah, no, it was fun. It, I, You know, it's sad because like now I'm like reflecting on it. I'm like, it was a lot of fun. I think what's so sad is like you... I was looking forward to it for so it felt like so long. And then it's like, it just happened so quick. And then I'm like, Oh my God, this is like so sad. It's over. It's done. I'm just happy that I made the meatballs the weekend before uh, yeah. that and froze them because, Oh my goodness. Y'all. I mean, I made like 24 meatballs and we had Mark and Angela over with that baby Vivian. That was a fun day. That was a fun day. We, I taught them how to cook an amazing beef curry. I thought it could have been a little spicier, uh, a little more flavor, but they really loved it. And you loved it. We made naan that day. Yeah, that was. We can't and even. I made, can't. We can't you can't even say we. You made everything. Mark helped with. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Drinking the beer. <laughs> The, the naan. He, Mark helped with the naan and he helped with frying the meatballs. It's hard when you got a baby on site. You need three people to help take care of the baby. Yeah. <laughs> and the puppy. No, that was such a, like, I will forever and always say this. They're just amazing people. I love when it's just easy to hang out with people. You don't feel like you have to try. You don't feel like you have to, like, exert energy. You don't yeah. feel like they're in your home judging you, like looking at your house, like, oh my God, this is dirty. Like, it's hard to explain sometimes, but I feel like when you're just around people that are like that, just so easy. Like, it's just, it was nice. Like, Brian literally cooked all day in the kitchen, and we all literally just stood around watching you cook. Yeah, Where some enough. people could be like, oh, I want to go sit, or oh, do we really have to be in here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's really nice. No, it really is. And now that we have a brand new butcher block countertop on our island that will fit three people, we're definitely going to get three seats. We got to. We got to start with two. Well, let, yeah, because we got to see what the legs, because we have to put legs on it to actually support it uh, better. You're not going to get three. It's going to be too crowded. I'm we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, yeah. All right. So then New Year's. We were at uh, our good oh friend Domino Renee's. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, um, I was actually outside a lot of it, smoking cigars but, and bullshitting. But honestly, it's nice that like it's nice to think that the weather was like that decent that people were like hanging outside. I mean, it wasn't like sixty degrees, but no, it was in the forties. Yeah, which was it nice enough to be outside to smoke cigars it did rain or sprinkle here and there yeah but overall it was nice the georgia a lot of the guys were so enthralled on the georgia game uh, college football because they obviously bet it and they wanted to see the outcome uh a lot of the girls were very pissed that we might have we were almost going to miss the ball drop which we didn't we went downstairs and put it on 
Yeah, I was pissed. I was pissed because I was like, dude, I can't. As a corny person, I actually like watching like all the entertainment leading up to the ball drop. But don't get me wrong, because I had a good time and it was fun, like chatting with the girls and everyone there. But then we were like, oh, my God, the ball is going to drop. And the guys were like pushing it so close. I was like, dude, I'm watching this like by myself somewhere. If that was loud. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Um, Yeah, no, that was that was a fun night. It was because like everyone was there. So that was really nice. No, it was it was nice. Let's see. What else have we done? You had the girl's cousin's uh, Christmas party, and I went to my cousin Anthony's for a cigar night. That's right. That was weird. Yeah, so usually the girl's, uh, Brian's family's girl's Christmas party is usually before Christmas, obviously, and there was a snowstorm that day, so they rescheduled to after Christmas, which in the moment, I'm like, yes. It'll be so much better because as most of you know, there's so much going on around Christmas time. It's like somebody I follow on Instagram put it so well. It's like you already have so many obligations in your life, whether it be like work or, you know, prioritizing your family or like like you just have all these obligations. So around holiday time, then it's like holiday party here, work holiday party here, blah, blah. Um, But anyway, so it got rescheduled which I was happy about. And then we all, when we got there after Christmas, we're like, why does this feel so weird? It's just not as fun. Like everyone was like, this is not (laughs) as fun. Cause I think some people were already doing like dry January and then like all the gifts obviously are sort of themed around Christmas, AKA. uh, So they do like white elephant six of the gifts were freaking santa clauses like big like like almost knee height santa claus um just like figurines figurines. yeah because last year there was one santa claus that your cousin jenna bought (laughs) and everyone loved it so then apparently everyone jumped on that bandwagon and thought everyone wanted a santa claus this year which i was one of those lucky people and now I have a second Santa Claus. <laughs> but yeah, it was all good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see what else. Um, I mean, we've been pretty low key. You just came back from the city. I did. And honestly, so my new job, which I'm sure we talked about, um, We had our big annual meeting, which includes um, 28 of our different law sections. So, yeah, we did. It's always in New York City. And I don't want to say shockingly, but it was actually really good. Like it was very long days, but we just had so much staff and we have a really, really great, amazing team. So it was a lot of fun. I got to see my sister and her boyfriend for one of the nights. So that was a lot of fun. Um, But then once I got back, I just wanted to be home and didn't want to leave the house for like four or five days. (laughs) But yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, you didn't leave the house until today. I didn't. I didn't. I, I think, too, it's so different. Well, I think COVID definitely did that to me. And now that we have a house... And we keep doing things to it and just making it our own. I'm just Mm -hmm. literally like so settled. I really am. Like, do you feel like that? I mean, I definitely don't do as much as I used to. Like, even when we're in Troy, I would still do a little more than. A little more what, though? What do you mean, though, by that? I don't. Well, I guess during COVID and after COVID, I didn't. I haven't done as much like. Even when, like, are you talking socially? Or yeah, like, socially. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't understanding what you're like saying. No, I mean, I used to be a social butterfly. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> still are, but I remember when we were first talking. Every night, you'd be like, "Yeah, people are well in your apartment before we moved in together. Your apartment was like the hub for everyone to come over." 
Yeah, I mean that that's why I wanted the house mechanical to be honest. Because I wanted it to be almost a place like on on weekends, not on weekdays, but on like weekends, on a Friday night I or a Saturday night. Hate have that. people over, not every weekend for you, for your mindset, but to have like a game night kind of thing. Yeah. But I like I just enjoy hosting. No, don't get me wrong. I definitely do too. And I and I was saying more of like me not leaving the house. I'm just settle, not even socially, just like leaving. Like I've we've just made this home ours that I just literally feel so fucking cozy and like comfortable. Yeah. That I'm content. Like I don't feel like I need more. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't know. I can't explain no, I get it. it. I get it. Like because you used to go out a lot. Like, I did. Well, yeah, I used to be. You would go out to the bars a lot when you were single. On weekdays. On weekdays. Every weekday. Every yeah, weekday. I mean, we've, we've gotten to a good, comfortable situation of our relationship and our housing situation um, where we just are almost homebodies now. Like, yes and no. Yeah, no. Like, there's we're times pretty where social, we want to go out and do things. It's definitely a little harder because I do feel b- bad leaving Bob, but I think I'm getting better at it as the year and a half has gone by that we've actually owned him. You have. And you know what, though? When we say we're homebodies, I think about it. And it obviously, like, I at least compare myself to other people. Think about it, though. Monday, you have darts usually. Yeah. And then I'll go to like Hannah's. I know it's just Hannah's, but like, and I'm not around a lot of people. And I know we haven't been to trivia on Wednesdays, but we would do trivia. Well, we really haven't been doing it as much since Christmas, kind of. Well, Brian skipped a week and then had a, a different host the week after that. And yeah. We were just overtired from doing the a holidays. lot of people, holidays and stuff. And then. This past Wednesday was missed. But But I'm saying, like, honestly, if we wrote down on paper what we do, we're pretty social people. Like, even my mom... And, like, we probably might not think it, but my mom will be like, I know you guys always have something, like, every weekend, and we, like, kind of do. Whether it's, like, my work or, like... Like, even this weekend, we already have stuff to do. Yeah, we're... At least me, if you want to come, obviously... Um, and that's why I told you is a, a wrestling Royal Rumble thing, which I know is not your thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm really. You 50. don't have to go at all. I know. I know I don't. It, here's my thing. I was literally talking to Britt about this today. I sort of want to go. And I guess, too, it's just like. I don't want to say it depends on who's going. I like. <laughs> no. If Jenny goes, you're going. <laughs> That's that's basically what no, it is. it's just like I sort of want to go. But then I'm like, if I don't go, I guess I could make other plans. But then I'm like, then I have to like really think about it. I'm like, uh, who do I want to hang out with? And then I'm like, I could stay home. But then I feel like if I know you're out, I'd be like, oh, I kind of wish I went <laughs> like it's this whole thing for me. Like I want to go. And I think I have the memory of like, I thought about this. When I, when we went together, wasn't it? You didn't it, like it. You didn't enjoy no, it. No, I didn't. Though. But wasn't that when we did the brunch earlier in the day? Yeah. 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 And we it was a long day. Exhausted. And then Brian and Hannah stayed at our apartment <laughs> all day. Basically. Yeah, until like four o'clock, yeah, five o'clock. Because like, we were like, oh, hope, like we had in our minds, we'll be done with this brunch. Everyone will leave. We'll clean up and like get to take a nap. Love you, Brian and Hannah, but they legit stayed all day. (laughs) And then we went to that. Yeah. Yeah. We had like an hour between or maybe an hour and a half, two hours between them leaving and going over to Austin's house. After cleaning, showering, maybe taking a little nap. I don't think I took a nap. I was tired. I think. Yeah. And I just remember. Yeah. And I was thinking about it and I was like. Why was I such a mid- miserable bitch? And I remember, I, re- I remembered that. And then I was like, I remember everyone talking and well, yeah, commenting. One thing that you hate the most yeah, is 
people talking about other people's body types. I do. Bodies. I really do. Like you get so pissed off about but it. But you want to know something? Again, this was another thing that went on in my brain the other night. Like, you know, when you're up late at night, well, mm-hmm. you don't because you, you go to bed really easily. Well, I try to, except for you put your show on now really loud. Tell me to turn I, it I down. I turned it down yesterday when you were in the bathroom and I still couldn't really. Wait, sleep. out here? No, upstairs. You turned it down? Yeah, when you went to the bathroom. It's not even that loud. Upstairs? Yeah, it is. No, yeah, it is. Yeah, it was. Well, tell me. Tell me. No, I'm trying to be nice. No, tell me. Okay. Don't hold it in. I would tell your ass if your show's yeah, too no. loud. I would. Oh, we should uh pause. Yep. We'll be right back after this brief advertisement. <laughs> Yo, tell me that shit. Oh shit, it didn't stop recording. All right. So let's go back to you your dream about um body shaming. No, not my dream. It's oh. what I literally think about. Like why why does it affect me so much? And you and I have talked about this and you're like, "Yeah, well, well, whatever. We'll get to that." But my father was always very heavy. Like obviously now it's gotten progressively worse, but he's always been overweight. And it's crazy to think, like I was talking to you earlier, how like he's declined in his health. Mm -hmm. But anyways, growing up, he was a very still overweight. But like now I look at it, I'm like, wow, he really wasn't compared to now. But anyways, as a little child, kids would walk by us and say to their parents, like, why is that guy so fat? And then... I I recalled this and I kind of forgot like we'd go to restaurants and they'd go to seat us in a booth and he wouldn't fit in a booth. And it just was so like painful to watch that. And like and I understand like that's a that's like that's a severity of like weight. But I don't I don't know. It just really bothers me when people like when we were at watch what is it royal rumble yeah and people are like body shaming these women like saying they're somewhat heavy and i'm like dude like if you think they're heavy like i can't even fathom what you think of me like i i don't know i just i don't know it's it's just hard for me because i've grown like that was my whole life or like we'd try to get on a ride and he couldn't get on a ride because of his weight. Like, yeah, it's more, we got to stop. Like, cause I don't think body shaming is, is okay, but no. being body positive for people that are that overweight is a little bit of a crisis. Like, I'm not saying being body. No, I know. I know. But like there's a whole, that whole movement of body positivity for, morbidly obese individuals female men transgender non-binary whatever there comes to be a point where you're so overweight that it's very unhealthy i 100 percent agree with that and to your argument yes the the women that were wrestling they were far near nowhere near close to being even overweight but that's what drives me crazy and here here's my example too my body has changed drastically honestly since you and i have started dating like like 30 40 pounds and i like on the charts yeah like at the doctors you would say i'm overweight but I am more active than I've ever been. Like, I don't feel like, I don't feel like you would look at me and be like, wow, she's super unhealthy. But honestly, I'm sure people look at me and be like, wow, she gained weight. She's fat to be honest. Like, and I think that's like fucked up to like. Yeah, no, I get it. No, like, I like, I don't know. I just, I'm very sensitive and honestly, probably because I haven't accepted how my body has changed and I don't really 
I don't know. It's really hard. Yeah. And it, it definitely hurts sometimes to like me to see you hurt when just trying to get ready to go to something sometimes because you get pretty upset. And it, because I feel like people are so judgmental. Yeah. And I hear it. I hear it, especially with women like. Ugh. I don't know. Is this like a therapy session? It's just like I'm so tired of being around girls where it's like, oh, I'm not eating carbs right now because I'm going on vacation. This girl I work with like her and I get it. And here's the thing. Like I am trying like I at our wedding, I do want to feel better about my body. But here's the thing. When I was 30 pounds less than I am now, I still thought I was fat. So it's like it's definitely a mental thing. But like it just is like women a lot of the times. Like I just can't stand being around it where it's like, that's literally all I feel like we talk about like the girl I work with her weddings in April and she was obviously on this work trip and she wasn't eating carbs. And it's like, why, why are we doing like what met, what man is, what man is sitting at dinner being like, Oh, I'm not eating carbs. I'm getting married soon. Not many. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying none are, but not many. I highly doubt you and your friends sit at darts talking about what diets you're on, what you're not eating, what you are eating, like to lose weight. Not not really. Exactly. That's that's why it literally like is such a freaking trigger. Like, can we just talk about something else? Please. Like, I don't want to watch royal rumble and listen to everyone talk about these people's bodies like i like yeah i'm sorry i know you don't understand it i know i do understand no but you don't because it like is literally a trigger for me it is so that's where i'm at like i'm like do i want to go do i not want to go and then, then you have the men who are, like, commenting on the women's bodies. It's like, dude, you're fucking eating 50 chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, that's what I can't stand. It's just so, like, can we just, like, all live and exist and not care so much about. No, we should not be judging other people um, for their body. But we shouldn't also be praising them for being like strong for uh, no you gotta let them love they have to love themselves you have to love yourself and who you are um but i i yeah i don't know where i'm going with that no it's it's hard like like i said like i know i'm not like sick thin but i feel like i mean i'm i know i could be stronger i know i could be faster i know i could be do more but for me right now, compared to several years ago, which this like just blows my mind. This is why I'm like, how, how have I gained weight? Like I literally would sit on my couch, like didn't go for walks, nothing, yeah. literally nothing ate out all the time. And like, I'm just like, I don't get it, but I feel healthier and I, I like feel good. It was know. a lot of pizza that we ate. Huh? <laughs> we ate a lot of pizza. <laughs> what, during the, COVID? Uh, the last three years. <laughs> yeah, 2020. All I the mean, way I love now. pizza. <laughs> We've eaten a lot of it. I'd be sad without it. Anyways, that's my whole spiel. Yeah, I got to start getting back on track of the week that that was right after New Year's because I was actually getting up every day at six working out meditating then i started my own podcast i know called, the, how's that going? i haven't done it in a week and a half almost two actually two weeks over two weeks now uh, which was uh called it's called diary of an uninteresting man if you're interested in listening to that um i said i wouldn't really promote it uh on social or anything but hey this is a different podcast i'll promote it there i have promoted this podcast on there even though i've had two listeners one was myself on the first episode just to see how i how i talked and then one of my cigar uh instagram followers who uh i 
message here and there. Um, AJ something who lives in the capital district area. Um, listened to one after I posted it on social on Instagram, uh, but that's it. I, and then I, I started painting, which I haven't done in a while since that one awesome painting I did of my self portrait in my cigar lounge, smoking a cigar. And I was very proud of that one. Um, and I haven't, I've learned a little bit. I have been fi- getting back into the tutorial. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing and I don't, I, I didn't want to, don't want to cut you off. But tonight when I was talking to my sister on the phone, I was, um, I forget what we were talking about exactly, but I was like, oh yeah, Brian was in, oh, we were just talking about like watching TV and stuff. And I was like, yeah, Brian went in his office last night to learn and she like didn't hear me. And she goes, wait, to do what? (laughs) I go, learn. (laughs) I go, you know, he wants to like learn more code and like different things. And she's like, wow, good for him. (laughs) Like (laughs) glad that he's like, really you know putting in the effort (laughs) and she was saying her boyfriend kevin was like looking up the other day things that billionaires do like on a daily basis or something and he was reading them all off and she goes yep don't do any of those (laughs) and i'm fine with it (laughs) so it just made me think of you like because you are good at like i'm i'm mediocre at it like, I'm better than a, a decent, a, a good percentage of, uh, yeah. of the population, but I'm not where I should be to get to where I want to be right now. But I'm getting there. I'm working on it. Yeah. And just doing something even an hour a day or half hour a day is is more than enough to get ahead over time because it's compounding interest of. I'm just trying to learn. So I think, I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast. Well, probably I'm taking this one course on U- Udemy, uh, the web developer bootcamp 2022 edition um, that I bought back in like 2018 and he find over 2019, it was 2019 and he um, updated it last year or yeah, last year, I guess, uh, to be more updated and upgraded and did far more uh, tutorials and stuff. And it's basically to become almost a full stack developer without learning Python or Java, or Java, but you can learn how to manipulate and create databases and everything, which I want to do so I can build my own app, which I have now a clear direction of what I want to build first. So by the end of this year, my goal is to have something at least in uh, that you can download on your phone. Um, that's a, an app. And I'm going to stick to that. You should. That's great. <clears throat> um, yeah. <laughs> Am I supposed to follow up with my... Uh, no. I'm just kidding. No, I, I gotta start painting again though. That I, I have an idea of what I want to paint next, and I just haven't done it. And I just bought a easel, a standing easel. We should do it together again. We don't have to do like like we should both like honestly. I would enjoy us just like even if we just sat at the dining room table and we both just painted whatever we like wanted to. Because I actually really do like painting, and well, I we can do it in it. here so I can smoke. That's right. God damn it. But you can be on the easel and I'll be on the windowsill That's like true. I have we been. We could do that. We could do that. I know. I forget I forget how much I like art and I just haven't done it. That was like me reading. Like when I finished that book, I was like I literally forgot how much I liked reading and Yeah, you just finished um I'm glad my mom died by yeah. Jeanette McCurdy. I know it was funny because one of the girls I used to go to college with asked what I was reading and I sent her I said it's called I was like it sounds a little weird it's called my I wish or I'm glad my mom died and she was like oh geez and I was like no but it's like really a good book but I love autobiographies so yeah I just started reading how to talk to anybody about anything I'm on Getting starting chapter five tonight, 
once we go back upstairs or once we go to bed. And I'm, I'm, I mean, it's, it's most of the stuff right now is obvious stuff for most people. I mean, for me, it it was, it's obvious. You got to ask, you got to listen first. You got to, instead of listening to respond, listen to understand. I mean, which is for some people very difficult to do. Um, and then the next thing is questions. Ask a lot of questions, uh, but not you got to ask questions like from what they were telling you about to keep the conversation going. Or if you want to change the direction of the conversation from some, that because you don't understand it or don't know it, and you'll get into a screwy situation if you keep going down that same direction of how to like politely switch lanes kind of thing. Let me ask you something. Cause my sister is, I mean, you've obviously met her. She's similar to you. Like she could be very like quiet and reserved and bigger social settings. And one time she, I, she, I mean, she used to always text me and be like, what do I do? No one likes me. I don't know what to say. And we were talking about it and she goes, I go, well, what you're saying, ask questions to people. And she goes, but what if I just like literally don't care and I'm not interested in what they have to say? And that was kind of an interesting response because I genuinely care. Like if I like, I'm not saying I care about that person, but I I meet someone. I'm like, oh, I'm like interested. Like I'm interested. Like, what do you do? I'm genuinely interested where like she (laughs) isn't. So like for you, I'm curious. Well, for me, it's not about getting like, once I have a conversation actually going, I'm usually very good at holding the conversation. For me, it's getting that initial conversation started. Yeah. Because I hate the small talk stuff, which I understand if, if you actually want to hold the tent, like, in the beginning, if you want to actually get a conversation going, especially if we're like at a, a dinner party or something where we don't know some of the people there. Yeah. To actually talk to them, you got to get the, the initial going small talk shit going. But here's my question. So like if we are at us in a setting like that and we're meeting people for the first time, do you have a genuine concern, not, uh, not a genuine concern about them, but like when you start asking questions, like, do you actually care you, or like, do you actually want to know or not really? I always find <laughs> it interesting learning what other people's thoughts and opinions are about whatever they're passionate yeah. about. I, I, yeah. I've always found it. And for me, I've never always had the choice of what people talk to me about because they usually just will tell me their random stories they of their do. life. It's hilarious. You are that person. Like you I was really telling, are. No, it, it's for real. Like when I was younger, going out to bars or something, people would just come up to me and just tell me their life stories. I don't remember a lot of them anymore because it was just like, okay, sure. There was this one guy though that I told Kate about. And we might have to end it after this story because I don't know how much longer we'll have because we're already at eight, almost 18 minutes. But me, Wayne, and Daisha, uh, two of my friends from college, um, I still talk to Wayne a lot. Daisha, I don't talk to at all anymore. Um, but we're, we're out in downtown Albany. Uh, it was like 4 o'clock in the morning. We're leaving the bar because that's when they close. And when you're 21 years old, you're staying out until 4 o'clock in the morning. Um Daisha wanted to get pizza, so she went to the place on the way back to the car, and and Wayne and I waited, or I started waiting first. I think Wayne was bored and came sat over with me, and this guy named Earl Woods uh, comes over and goes, "You got five dollars?" And I was like, "No, I I don't I don't have any money. We we don't we spent it all at the bar." He's like, "You're lying to me. Show show me your wallet." I was like, "We don't have any cash on us. We just spent it all." I'm just trying to get a taxi home. I got ran over by a taxi a couple weeks ago and I ain't get, <laughs> um, I forgot. Like he's like, I haven't gotten reimbursed or anything yet from them. Or my insurance company they ain't paying me shit. I'm in pain every day. Like it was kind of sad. Like he started crying a little bit because of it. 
Um, oh, but then he started asking us about how Washington Street became Washington Street and Lincoln Street became Lincoln Street. And he's like, they own the property all the way up from this to here. That's why they call the link Washington Street and Lincoln Street. He's like, I'm going to run for governor or mayor. I can't remember if it was governor or mayor. And he's like, I want you two to be my... <clears throat> Uh, he, sorry, I haven't, <laughs> his voice hurts because this was his legit voice. I want you guys to help my, be my marketing campaign. Take down my number. He watched me take down his number <laughs> in my it? cell phone, in my yeah. old cell phone. This was, this is my third number, or technically this is my fourth number. What? My, this is my third Sketchy. number since. No, because once I moved to Florida, I... I went on my own plan down there on Sprint. Okay. So I had a Tampa area code. And Sorry, let me know. No, it's okay. And then when I moved back up, I went to AT&T because Sprint service sucked. And gotcha. AT&T went to unlimited plan. So I was like, okay, I'll go back to them. Gotcha. And so he watched me take down his number. And then I was like, I'm never fucking texting him. Never did. But then the next summer... That summer, I was working at Macy's part-time right after I graduated, and I'm out on my cigarette break, and I fucking see him. I see Earl Woods. He goes, you got a cigarette I can borrow? It's my birthday. And he he's very drunk. He's like, I'm like, sure, here you go. I almost said, here you go, Earl Woods. How you doing? Thank God I didn't because I did not want to get into that. But he's like, yeah, it's my birthday. I'm, I'm drunk. I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm like, all right, well, you have a good time because I'm just finishing up my cigarette and went back into work. But yeah, glad you didn't recognize me. You should have given him a watch. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you really do. You really attract the people, I gotta say. Yeah, there was this one time I'm walking because I think I'm going home. I'm going home from, um, Shoot. Yeah, I think I was coming home from Christmas Eve or Christmas Day uh, from Florida. I'm or no, not from Florida, from from here going back down to Tampa uh, when I lived there. This random ass woman runs up to me and goes, hey, how you doing? Like, I'm scared to fly, so I'm drunk and, and starts telling me her whole fucking story. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? You really, you really do. Like I don't know, I don't know what it was or what it is. About even me. like the homeless people, like I understand homeless people are asking kind of almost everybody yeah, for they money. They skip past people to come to me. They do. Like I don't I, understand. It. I try to like put my head down and hide, and then you're there, and it's like there's no way around it. They're like, like it's ask, like they sense. It me. really is. I, it's I don't like understand we, it. Oh. My sister texted me just now. This is a good podcast thing. She goes, what's that pretzel recipe? All right, I'll send it to her Because <laughs> they're ho- I think they're hosting some people this weekend. Oh. I know. How cute. Yeah. They have, and she's like, we don't have enough seats. And Kevin was like, maybe we'll, he's like, we could get some fold up chairs. And she goes, absolutely not. I go, at this point, I would. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, then you'll have them. Yeah. Like, if you're in a rush. So now she's trying to find chairs that match <laughs> the couch. Just get white fold-up chairs. That's all you need. <laughs> oh, mud on Brit. Yeah, because we brought in, when we went down there, we brought in the chairs from outside. Did we? Yeah, the one broken one. Oh. No, your mom did. Oh my God. We got to go down there soon. Well, yeah, we should. I don't know when. <laughs> At some point. All right. So we still have a good amount of time left. Oh, well, here I, you were rushing I th- me. I thought, no, I wasn't rushing you. Uh, oh, Brian's we saw Nikki Glazer. Oh, we yeah. did a meet and greet with Nikki Glazer. We did. I know. I was thinking of that when we were talking about the body stuff. Yeah. Emilio. I forgot his last name. Escobar. No, no I'm just kidding. Uh, he was funny. He was her opener. One of the two openers. He was hilarious. It was. Uh, I thought she was funny. 
Kate kind of got turned off. Here's when... the thing, though. Let me ask you. On a scale from 0 to 10, for real, how funny did you think she was? I'd give her a 6. That's not great. I would, too. Like, I laughed. I, like, I, I, I thought she was funny. You barely laughed. She Because, and it wasn't just me. Like, I felt validated when I went to the bathroom. And these two other girls were like, oh, my God. She's not even telling jokes. She's literally just, like, rambling on and on and on. And that's what I felt like. There was like no punchline like it was. It was just like her rambling on. Yeah. I Like I kind of get it from because uh, I, I like comedians a lot and listening to Tom Segura on his podcast and Joe Rogan on his podcast about like the process they go through for writing co- uh, wow code uh, <laughs> uh, jokes is like when you're on tour it's leading up to the special so you're trying to perfect what you're going to have for the special and if you bomb during your tour that's just a learning experience for writing better jokes or rewriting the jokes to be funnier so but, I get it, but it's still shitty because we paid a decent amount of money but, to see her. But later. sorry, and I know we talked about this. So you think she like had those jokes written? Yeah. Are you sure? If you usually big name comedians like that, if they Would go on tour, it, yeah, they usually because she have, has a big. Like, I mean, it's a big because she's from the city, so she had probably she. What they do is work their way up from like ten minutes to 15 minutes to a half hour to an hour special so they're they first start at the clubs yeah especially for her down in the city she'll go to the clubs work out write down different jokes that she that are hits there and which is usually harder because most of the people that are there know like they're coming to see you so they're usually think you're going to be funnier anyway so they usually laugh a little more or something like that. Excuse me. Well, and it's hard. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. But then once you go on tour, you're going to other places that those jokes may not hit like they did in those and clubs. This- so she's got to rewrite them into a funnier way or maybe try to the next day. Yeah. Cause we were the first day. So th- Friday, she probably had that same set. You think she did the same one? She might've wrote, written them down a little yeah. differently. Yeah. I'm curious. I don't know. I, and, and, genuinely i think she's hilarious i mean we've watched her stuff on netflix and like that's because that's honed into perfection that was her going from clubs to tour to then to the special once you know what you have perfectly then you in like honestly i and i've told you this over and over my favorite like comedy is like comedy you can relate to that's my favorite like situational things that happen to almost like everyone or a majority of people like i'm going way well not way back but like dane cook i loved his stuff because it was like so relatable like him with like the girlfriend skits and stuff like that like that was funny but like hers was just going on like I, I can't even she just kept going on and on. And then it got to she was talking about how she's thought of like killing herself and she was like trying to make it funny. And I get it. Like it's so it was sort of funny. Well, there was two things in that that really kind of were triggers for you. The first one was body. Um Yeah, because it what it didn't even seem like funny. Go it, ahead. Sorry. It was all right. Like the body stuff, like where she talks about getting all the fillers and Botox and stuff, and then goes into Hollywood hates fat people, which if she reworded it, it probably would have been funnier to everyone. But I can see where you're upset, especially because that is a big trigger for you. And then the the uh, pedophile stuff was another trigger for you it because was. you worked at a child i know society. i know i was like dude this show was not made for me <laughs> <laughs> it was because i'm like dude like i just 
I don't know. I can't find pedophile stuff funny. The I I thought it was interesting the way the way she put it though the way she joked it. I thought it was decently interesting and funny. And I do kind of get where she was coming from. Like I don't know if you feel this way because sometimes I do feel this way, especially in this day and age. It's like around a child, especially you're like, oh my god, like what if I just like hit their arm, like. Yeah. I can't explain it. You just like I sometimes feel like nervous. Oh, yeah, go. you're nervous. <laughs> we gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, we're cutting it off because uh, we don't want to record for another half hour or even ten minutes more. So, hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. Goodbye. Are you saying goodbye? Peace. <laughs>